the day when Jesus washed, when my Jesus washed, when my Jesus washed, you wash my sins away. Oh, 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 what a happy day! Oh, happy day! Oh, happy day! When Jesus was, when my Jesus was, when Jesus was, you wash my sins away. Hallelujah. Yes, somebody shout hallelujah. I know I can shout because God is full of joy. Let's make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Hallelujah. And so welcome to prayer where we pray the word of God so that it will not return void. Isaiah 55, 11. The truth of God's word is to help us transform and do God's will. That's Romans 12, 2. Let us pray. Father God, thank you for calling us together to focus on you, Lord. We choose you in spite of living in a world that is confused, evil, and lost. We have confidence and faith beyond belief. Holy Spirit, let us hear what we need to know for such a time as this. Let us understand how busyness impacts our relationship with you. So may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing to you, Lord, my rock and my redeemer. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Family, I am thanking God, because it's a blessing the way people are praying all over the world. Only the Holy Spirit leads us to edify one another. Family, edification means to improve one another morally through encouragement. Why do I say that? Well, it's found in our focus scriptures. Hope you got your paper and pen to write this down. First, Thessalonians chapter 5 verses 8 through 11, which reads, but let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love and as a helmet, the hope of salvation. For God did not appoint us to wrath, but to obtain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, that whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with him. Therefore, comfort each other and edify one another, just as you are doing. That's hallelujah, family. Because that's our testimony. When I think about how our cousin Kirk shared the opportunity to pray together, many of you were there January the 2nd, 2020. God knew COVID was on the horizon and led us to add Bible readings. Hallelujah. That's our COVID testimony. God's grace and mercy kept us standing on Psalm 91. Now we can testify what was meant for our evil, 
God meant it for our good. Hallelujah. The good that resulted in us being an encouragement to one another. That was the good. And by our obedience to 1 Thessalonians 5.11, which reads, Therefore comfort each other and edify one another just as you are doing. And that's why I say thank you. Thank you for joining us because it's not just about me, you. It's about us. Hallelujah. And so that's our first point of prayer is to give praise and thanksgiving to God because the Holy Spirit has placed at the forefront of our minds and etched into our spirit to be an encouragement to one another, which continues to grow us into God's will. That's hallelujah, family. And I want to say that God stopped the world in 2020. I know that we went back and forth with COVID of the Lord. The reality, it doesn't even matter, but God did use it because he shifted our focus towards him. He closed down the churches even because it's all about God. Amen? Amen for me. And we are still battling COVID emotionally, physically, financially, and the greed that we saw that began in 2020, it continues. The government corruptions, that wasn't just in the United States, y'all. It was around the world. But to God be the glory, our hallelujah continues to keep us and reminds us that we are overcomers. Glory to God. So consider 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 8, that reads, but let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and as a helmet, the hope of salvation. Family, that's our marching orders. Paul illustrates Christian life in military terms that we need to be alert. That's what it means to be sober. And we need to have the proper equipment. And the equipment for the soldiers of the Lord is a breastplate of faith that with the covering for our heart. And you know why? That's because that's where Christ dwells. Ephesians 3.17 tells us that Christ dwells in our hearts through faith. I just marvel at the way that the Lord directed me. Talk about faith. Glory to God, because that is the key for us. We must believe. We heard it in Romans chapter 4, so wonderfully stated, and now we're hearing it again. Because, family, these days require us to be sober. It requires us to wear our breastplate of faith and love. Top it off with our helmet of salvation and why the satire Satan called a convention inspirational Christian story about losing focus on Jesus leads us to pray against being B-U-S-Y, busy. And I like the way that our sister in Christ, Evie, shared that satire with me. And as she described it, something within me sparked. I looked it up and I found it online via 
heavensinspirations.com. And you know what? It's not new. Evie said that, you know, she read it about maybe even 30 years ago. The satire, we remember, is a form of literature that ridicules a situation while pointing out the vices and shortcomings. And when I began to read it with its timeliness, I stopped laughing because it made me think. And I want to share that with you because for time's sake, I'm only going to share part of the lines or paraphrase it. And it begins, we can't keep Christians from going to church. We can't keep them from reading their Bibles or knowing the truth, or even from forming an intimate relationship with their Savior. The devil knows he can't keep that from us because we know that God is God Almighty and those who he has called, they will come. We talked about that the other night, but what the devil is doing once they gain that connection with Jesus, our power over them is broken. That's hallelujah. So he said, but still their time, so that they don't even have time to develop a relationship with Jesus Christ. So distract them from gaining hold of their Savior and maintaining, get this, their vital ongoing daily connection. (laughs) When I read that, it reminded me of the scripture in the book of Job when God cried out to Satan, what you doing? And he says, I'm looking, going here and from, looking who I can devour. We know that to be true because that's what Satan does. And so God said, but have you tried my servant, Job. And that's why this satire gives understanding that it is just satire. Because when a child of God nurtures the relationship with Jesus, there's no concern about what the devil can do. We saw that in the book of Job. Because There's always a hedge of protection. There's always a limitation. And that's our shout and our hallelujah. And one of the things that was really interesting, preventing people from becoming what God created them to do, which is what the satire wanted to happen, that is crucial. And that's no joke. And that's why 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 has a subheading the day of the Lord, because Paul warns the believers to sustain their spiritual maturity and perseverance and encourages growth because Christ was soon to be returning, just like Jesus said. You know, it's the same uh, when Jesus said it in Acts 1, 9 through 12, paraphrasing it, look it up, read it for yourselves. It was basically saying, As Jesus was seen departing this world into the heavens, Jesus would return to this world from the heavens in like manner. Family, we have our marching orders. 1 Thessalonians 5, verses 8 through 11. And we continue to pray because our salvation encourages us to want others to be saved as well. Can we encourage our young people? I believe.
encourages us to want others to be saved as well. Can we encourage our young people? I believe the answer is yes, and it begins with prayer. Truth is, we too lived B-U-S-Y, busy lifestyles, and actually taught it to them. Look and take a minute to reflect all of the games we went to, all of the different clubs that they participated in. That was us going back and forth in addition to, to working. And that's why I want to paraphrase the last stanza. The shouting demons concluded, keep them busy in the non-essentials of life. Tempt them to spend and borrow heavily, which causes their wives to go to work and the husbands to work six to seven days at 10 through 12 hours a day. Ooh, stepping on toes <laughs> because affording their empty lifestyles to keep them from spending time with their children, fragmenting their families. Family, we need prayer. Amen, amen for me. Because we must be grounded in faith for all of our family to know Jesus Christ is their Savior. That's what it requires. We've got to pray with sincerity and with faith. Because the final point for the prayer is 1 Thessalonians 5, 9, and 10. For God did not appoint us to wrath, but to obtain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, that whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with him. That's hallelujah, family. And that's why when I read the end of the satire, that had two questions. The first was, has the devil been successful at his scheme? Not if our prayers work, hallelujah. Second question, does busy mean being under Satan's yoke? And I would have to say it does. But that's why we are gathering to pray, to break and set the captives free. Just like we were captives, our parents prayed for us, we're sending it down. Hallelujah. And so, Heavenly Father, you do deserve the highest praise, hallelujah, because great is the love of our Lord and greatly to be praised. Your greatness is unsearchable as one generation, hallelujah, presses your works to another, which is what we're doing. We declare your mighty acts, hallelujah. We praise, Lord. We keep on keeping on because of your grace and mercy. And we thank you for our salvation. So we pray for the lost, Lord, the disconnected, the confused, the hurting. And we say, thank you, Lord, for drawing them to pray with us, whether it's during the live prayer or on podcasts. If the Holy Spirit has pricked you, know that God's omnipresence and grace always places you close to an opportunity to receive salvation. So if you believe that God loved the world so much that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life, pray in agreement 
to the repentance prayer. Heavenly Father, I am a sinner, and I repent from my old ways and thoughts. I confess Christ is the Son of God, raised from the dead so that I may have abundant and everlasting life. Hallelujah. I am saved. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Lord, for those who have prayed this prayer of salvation. So, Holy Spirit, thank you for dwelling in them immediately when they confess their sins for repentance. Now we pray you help our new brothers and sisters in Christ rely on you, just as we desire to rely on you. Holy Spirit, thank you for dwelling in our hearts and theirs too. And so we pray, Lord, let everyone be encouraged to read the Bible and let those who confess Christ join a Bible-believing church so that they may grow in Christ. So thank you, Lord, for the lost being found just like you found us, whether it's live or on podcast. They have been born again. We believe it, and we declare it and say it is so. And so now they, can, they have the relationship with you that allows the total prayer to be their prayer too. So, Lord, we all rejoice in having Jesus Christ as our Savior. Forgive us for our sins of not focusing upon you. Holy Spirit, continue to lead us to always be sober, alert, and with our breastplate of faith and love, wearing our helmet of salvation so that we can humbly pray that all of our loved ones reflect and be focused on you, Lord. Let us be still and wait to hear from you, Lord. Help us to make dates with you, Lord, so that you know to count on us like we count on you. Grow us to be that what you have called us to be, the light of the world. We desire to pray for one another, to yield and do your will. We also pray for a worldwide prayer chain that a ceasefire take place with the Israelis, Hamas, and the Palestinians. May the Israelis show mercy and grace because there are innocent victims in the war zone. Lord, have mercy. Lord, we continue to pray for the Ukrainians as well, that that war end soon and that they have a victory for the Ukrainians. Lord God, we pray that the people in all areas that are experiencing genocide and ethnic cleansing be turned around so that the killings can stop. Lord, may our love with your love cause us to testify of the power of the gospel of Christ. Lord, we know prayers of the righteous availeth much, and we will not tire of praying. We will not tire of doing what thus saith the Lord. So thank you, Lord, for being the provider, the healer, the deliverer. So we cry out our needs to the Lord. Shout it out, family. 
what it is that you have need of. So we thank you, Lord, for hearing our prayer. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and hallelujah. For we are no longer B-U-S-Y, being under Satan's yoke, but we are free and delivered, focused on you, Lord, giving our time to you, Lord. And so, family, thank you for praying with us. Now we pass the prayer on via the Holy Spirit into God's worldwide prayer link. May it be linked to another group of prayer warriors. Be blessed. Hallelujah.